Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on? It's Tellus here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on May 31st, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Do it again on the next verse and the people think you meant it. Again. Do it again on the next verse and the people think you meant it. And that's by Chet Atkins. And this, I remember a while ago, long time ago, um, there was this term called happy accidents that I used to come across a lot. And that's, that's um, I, and if I remember correctly, it was when I was like um, heavy into learning Photoshop, learning how to not just edit images, but this is this is you know when I was uh, more into uh, photo collaging and, and graphic design and things like that. And I would come across this term "happy accidents" all the time, and it it, it was usually when when I was like either watching an interview or if if I was reading a book, um, you know, some sort of how-to book. And the author would have an aside about, you know, show an image of something he, he came up with and mentioned like, you know, a lot a lot of times um, your best work or your, your best creation is uh, a result of a happy accident. And this quote sort of reminded me of that. Um, how like I guess I guess you could say like an organic style like something that started from a mistake or something like that is what you're known for it comes becomes your thing and I think a lot of times we don't give ourselves well let me speak for myself a lot of times actually not 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 recently like like recently I, I just been going off the cuff and doing doing a lot of a lot of experimental things simply because I'm just exhausted with um you know trying like like trying to learn how to do something instead of just doing it you know what I mean like uh just getting an old camera and just just learning it or or even a new camera just getting a camera and just learning it without having to know you know, like hands-on, like like a hands-on type of learning, and and just learning from mistakes, learning from experimentation. When there's not not a lot of risk from making a mistake, you know, a lot of times we put too much weight on making mistakes, even when there's not a lot of risk. You know, it's like just just fuck up, just make the mistake, just learn it, just 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 go with it. And I think it's hard. That's that's like harder to do now because it's so much information out there about everything and it's so readily readily available it's so you know it's it's so uh, easy to access information on anything this morning I was I was uh, looking on auctions and, and websites uh, you know for like <clears throat> twin lens reflex cameras and range finders cameras and I would come across brands I never even heard of or, or like a model of a, of a brand that I never heard of. And just with a few uh, keystrokes, 
I, I, I will find videos and, and, and cameraopedias and just a wealth of, of information about um, about these cameras that I never never heard of, like uh, obscure models of a camera that you know either Canon put out or Mamiya put out. You know, some like one model um, that they didn't make a lot of, but there's, it, I, I find so much information about it, and and I think. You know, it, it's like with me. Even even though it was a camera that like um, I would like to have in my collection, it's like, am I wasting my time with it? it it's like there's always the the fear of of uh, messing up or getting something that's too obscure instead of just you know that could be the thing that sets. You know, set something I create apart from everything else that's out out there. You know, I was watching this. Uh, I, I've seen a few documentaries uh, about Jimi Hendrix, and um, one of the things, you know, when he's getting interviewed, they were always asked like, why he does such and such. Why is he trying to play the guitar with his teeth? Why? He, and and it's like when you watch them, you. You know, it's like is the is the interviewer looking for a real explanation, or or is he just uh, asking the question because he know everybody else wants to know and wants to hear the answer. Uh, you know, wants to hear the answer for themselves because it's obvious when you see Jimmy Hendrix playing. You, you, it's obvious the guy. At least to me, it seems obvious when you see any old footage of him playing. This sh a lot of this shit is not playing. It's not. It's not something he says. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to totally do this. You know, it's just you. You can tell, even you. Even in, in his live performances, that's why if you you hear a song. Um, you know, one of his one of his hits, and then you hear it live. I mean, it is. It's rarely the exact same as what's on. <laughs> what's on the album. And, and that's a lot that you hear that with a lot with a lot of the old uh, the the old rock stars, you know, the old musicians. I was I was listening to a Joe Cocker, um, like a little documentary, a little mini documentary, and I, I heard a version of uh, what is it? What is it called? Letter wrote a letter. I heard a version. I'm like, where did, where did, cause I have like his anthologies and stuff, and it was like this other version that he did live that was, um, it, it was totally different. And I was like, man, I want that one, you know. And I think um, that's why there's so much redundancy now in music, in 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 art, in in everything, because every everything is is like a replication with no hints of organic or or no hints of um like you know definitive like the, like when the last time you you heard something or you seen something and you can say that is definitive of that person that is totally unique i can't see anything else in that um you know okay i can't see no other influences in it or or even if you see some influence it's like you have to really look you have to really pay attention to see those influences 
you know. But if you look at like some old art or listen to some old music, even even if it's a cover song, like like uh, like going back to Jimi Hendrix, like Hey Joe, if you you listen to his version of Hey Joe, you think that's a totally Matter of fact, for a long time until my father-in-law told me, you think that's his original song. I mean, it, it's, besides the lyrics, the words, nothing, it, it doesn't sound like the original, original version. It's, it's crazy, you know what I mean? Like, so you, you think that's his own song, but it's not. You know, you think that's his creation. He did it in such a way that even though it was a cover, even though he, you know, the song had already been done, he did it in a way to where it, it made it a really a totally different song, like totally unique song. But if you listen to uh, some the music now, yeah, and, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't even li- I, the 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 few little songs I I hear or I, I come across, it just sounds like every other fucking thing. It just it just sounds like. I'm like, well, I don't see, and I can't even get like, I can see how if that song was the only one, it would be popular. But when there's so many clones of it, like, how? Why is this song so popular? Why is this artist so popular? You know, um, it just seems like style is no longer like individual organic style is no longer important. What's important these days is just. Uh, who can, who can social media the best? Whose, whose social media game is 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 the tightest? <laughs> My wife and I watched this movie uh, the night before with Seth, uh, what is it? Seth Seth Rogen is his name? Um, Anthony Mackie and uh, what's that guy? Jonathan something. And uh, <laughs> that came that came up a couple times like. His social, my social media game is on point. It was they had this big reference of how how uh, this this guy he was athlete. He was playing as an athlete. His character Anthony Mackie. How off the field? How much you know marketing? You know he just kept dropping brand names, Red Bull and stuff like that. How how that is more like just as important as what he does on the field. Um. So it seems like that is that is the thing now to be seen to like that overshadows actual uniqueness now you know like uh, who, who's more po- more popular overshadows actual talent nowadays and it seems like we don't that that style and that 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 stuff is now cultured. And because no one is willing to like really experiment for the for the sake of uh, experimenting, and for the simple fact that it, it's too much, it's, it seems like it's too much on the line, you know. Um, even I, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and, and a lot of comedians saying now like they they hesitate to get on stage and, and what they do what they call a workout, you know, material because it may get put on video. Somebody may be recording it and um, and end up somewhere else, you know, end up like being put on YouTube and stuff when this was something they were just working out. But that's a, that's how a lot of like these uh, the comedians come up with their one-hour special. 
they're not just sitting at home writing this shit. They they get out and experiment and work out jokes. You know, and I've even heard heard comedians talk about like one comedian to say, "Yeah, I you know I saw when you were working out that joke like five years ago, and then you know now it's it just came to completeness uh, in, in his newest one hour one hour special. You know what I mean? So it take took him five years to work out that joke, but it but it came about from him experimenting. You know." It seems. I mean, it just seems like no one is. No one is. You know, seems like that is that is like uh, not the thing to do anymore. Like people are afraid to experiment and, and work out stuff and and um, put it out there. Even even you know, you talk about uh, portfolios. You always hear only put. Or, I mean, and, and, yeah, it makes sense to a certain extent, but if you never show. Like your, if you, if you never, if you only put the the formulaic images in your portfolio, and that's what you're showing. But in the back of your mind, you want to do this all this other stuff. Well, how you think you're gonna you're gonna actually find that those type of jobs or be known for that if you if you're only putting in the things that's formulaically is that the word like on point? You know what I mean? Like, um. If you're only putting out the stuff that's just like it follows these rules, it, it follows every rule, and it's within these within this this box. But then, you know, you you want to do this other stuff, but that's not the stuff you show. That's one of the reasons why I I did my um, I started doing my pick of the my pick of the day challenge. You know, for, really for myself to to go through and. And not just put out because I have my other photo site, my you know Telus Photo. That's why you normally get work from. But that's you know that's like the standard stuff. Um, but 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 to me that's like the boring stuff. Other than um, other than my my uh, my music project, um, you know that's just like the standard stuff. You know people people do pet port portraits, people do kids portraits. And and, uh, and and of course within that there's all sorts of ways you can go, but the pick of the day that's the stuff that you know if if I if I could pick one thing to do it would be just you know it'd be that stuff it'd be just shooting whatever I want to shoot. As a matter of fact, speaking of the pick of the day, uh, the pick of the day for the day was another shot from the botanical gardens. I keep coming across these images from from uh, from when we. I went to the botanical gardens in Arizona, the desert botanicals, I should say. Um, and I keep like you know rediscovering all these old images that I have cataloged on these hard drives, and uh, I'm slowly, slowly getting them off the hard drive. Uh, you know, every like once a week I've been printing, uh, so I printed, uh, I printed another image. I can't remember what I printed. Oh, I printed the pick of the day from, I think, yesterday, which was um, a picture from Animal Kingdom. We went to Disney World. Uh, so that picture is the tree of life from Disney and Animal Kingdom, um, which was, I mean, actually, I took that I took that picture. We were on the, like this little bus, this little tour bus, you know, going through the park, uh, tour train. Yeah, I think it was a train. 
And so it, it got next to the uh, the tree of life, and I just snapped a picture of it. So, you know, it's not the greatest. And I shot that with a the um, Canon uh, PowerShot G10, which was my I, I like that camera. I, I, I sort of hate I sold it. But, you know, at the time I was thinking, the thing about digital cameras, you can't hold on too long. If, you, if you're going to like upgrade, which normally you are, you got to decide, are you going to keep it or are you going to sell it? Because when I, when I came across that picture, I was like, you know what, let me see what, what, what Canon GTNs are running now. Um, Cause I think they don't like the PowerShot G12, some something like that. But when I sold it, my intention was 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 to get one of the newest ones, which I think when I sold my Canon G10, I think they were on like two. They had upgraded two models already, and um, it has some features that I I, I like that that I wish the, uh, the 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 model that I had, the G10 model, had on it. But uh, yeah, that was that was a. That was a, a nice little camera, uh, but yeah, the thing about the thing about digital, when you sell it, you got to sell it while it's still a little bit relevant. Because I looked on B and H, and they had one for like one twenty eight, and I think I paid like five hundred bucks or something like that for it, or four hundred bucks when I bought mine brand new, um, and I sold it for like four. You know what I mean? So three or four I, I can't remember but I, I sold it for you know a good amount uh, even even though I had it a few years because um, I you know I, I keep my I keep my stuff in, in good shape I oh you know actually I, I also sold it with some uh, with some extras too so but um yeah I shot that with that, that Canon G10 it was, I shot it in JPEG it was it was grainy you know it wasn't the best shot uh, but you know, I, I like the composition, and the only thing I did to it was um, I, I brought out some detail. the The way those I didn't the way those clouds are, you see, that's that was in the shot. I mean, I if I, I brought out the detail a little bit. Um, the but you know, I didn't. I, that's not altered. I didn't like add in those colors. That's that's just how it was, and that was a. Uh, um, when I shot it, we were, you know, I was sitting in the, in the train, and I can, you know, I can't remember what settings I had, but yeah, it wasn't, it, it was, it was a, it was shot in JPEG, so I didn't do too much editing because it wasn't the raw image, so I just opened it up in um, uh, Photoshop. I, I brought out a little detail. And I think I, I think I opened it up in silver. I mean, not silver fix, but uh, actually, you know what? I tried it as a black and white. I tried it as a black and white and silver fix first, but it, it just lost too much. Um, you know, it lost too much. And I'm, you know, you guys know I'm all for black and white, but that one, uh, you know, I, I was, I was pleased at the way that those clouds and the sky looked in the back, in the background. I wanted that to be seen, and although in, in black and white it did give it, you know, some drama because, like on the right side on the camera right, you it, it was like real dark. It almost looked like two different skies, but you know I just left it at color. Uh, and the reason why I wanted to do it black and white because the the tree, like I lost a lot of detail in the trees because it was, you know, it was it was 
uh, in the shade. I didn't, you know, I didn't have like any kind of flash or um, I, I couldn't get out and get closer <laughs> because we were actually really, you know, we were moving. We only stopped for like just a few few minutes, if if that. Uh, just to, actually, I don't even, it may, it may not even stop it. I think it just like slowed, slowed way down the train that we were on. But, um, so a lot of the detail in the tree, like the animals carved in that tree or whatever. I don't, I'm not even sure if there's a real tree and I can't remember if there's a real tree <laughs> that was carved up or, or what, uh, or, you know, what that is. I, I don't know. Um, a lot of time when I go on these trips and, you know, the, the person is talking, you can't, you can't, you can't hear what he's talking about. You can't, you can't even hear him. But, um, I mean, knowing Disney, it's totally feasible that they would have took this ancient tree from somewhere and have some artist carve it up. But, uh, yeah, so it lost a lot of detail in the tree and you couldn't see, like, the animals. You know, you couldn't see, like, the animals actually carved in the tree. So that's what I did. I did that in, uh, I can't remember if I did that in Photoshop or one of the Nick tools. But I, I definitely brought out the detail in that. Then I brought out some of the detail uh, in the sky a little bit. Um, so yeah, man, that was that was it. And uh, pretty much I did the same thing on that, on that uh, the, the pick of the day for the day, the Desert Botanicals. Uh, bought out some contrast. Um, I tried it in black and white, but since uh, since all the colors were so close, you know, it, it just it just didn't, it just washed out. Um, but that was taken with the my S2 Pro, the Fujifilm Pix S2 Pro, which was a you know for its time it was a it was a good camera. Um, so I brought I did the same pretty much the same thing, you know, bought out some detail. Um, I may I may punched up the color a little bit. Yeah, I think I yeah I punched up the color a little bit, and 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 brought out the contrast and um. See what else did I do? To that uh pick of the day. Oh yeah yeah I think I I think I um. I think I mix mess with the depth of field a little a little bit also. So yeah, um. Oh, and speaking of that, speaking of Photoshop images, so. I can't remember if I talked about the Steve McCurry, the Steve McCurry, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but uh, I read a little bit about it today, this morning, or yesterday, and and yeah, so it, it seems that the images that he's getting, that, that if you don't know about it, you have to look, you have to like look up Steve McCurry and, and Photoshop and stuff. I don't, know, I don't know, scandal or drama, whatever you want to call it. But I, I have yet to figure out if the images that they've they've uh, found edited are actually images while he was on a job, you know, as a photojournalist, or images since he's been retired. You know what I mean? And so the thing came out that he said um, he's going to rein in the photoshopping. Because, you know, he's going to rein in the photoshopping, which I don't think that's the answer either. I mean, if he want to, if he's, if it's his personal work and he want to fucking photoshop it, like, unless he's doing it for, uh, you know, 
on assignment, but I don't think he does it anymore. I think these are his personal per projects. I, I don't understand. I don't. I, I just don't understand. Simply because, just because he's known as a photojournalist, he can never edit his images, even if he's doing personal work. I don't. I think that's crazy. I don't think that's. I don't think that's like the way to go. Cause I mean, if he wanna if he wanna Photoshop his in images, he can Photoshop his images. But if he's selling them, putting them out as unedited photojournalistic images, that's different. But it seems like there's this um, these these play on words to where you know it's like is he trying to is he admitting to editing photo photos while working as a photojournalist or is he not like I, I don't understand what's going on and i don't understand if what's the big deal if it wasn't images taken in the in taken as a photojournalist while he was on the job for whatever organization you know you know what i mean like i, I don't i don't understand it um yeah it's crazy it's just like saying to me, that's that's like saying um, Prince never collaborated with anyone. Everything Prince ever wrote, ever put out was 100% written by him when, you know, there's no way that can that can be true. He, he collaborated with, with different bands, different, um, you know, same with with, with any any big star. Is I don't I don't I don't I guess I don't, I don't understand I don't understand what's going on with that. But yeah, when he's it's almost like when a comedian tells a joke and somebody get offended and then they apologize for it. To me, that's the same thing what Steve McCurry did instead of just saying like, well, you know, I'm I'm like, well, what's the deal? Like, did did you were your your pictures that you took on assignment were they edited or not, or are these your personal? project pics and if they are his personal projects then he photoshopped them and he didn't do it in in any sort of way to where he was intentionally misguiding people then whose fucking business is it that he photo that they are photoshopped who who cares like i don't i don't i don't understand it that's the thing man people people get get on these um there's there's so many people out there now that their, their job their number one job is to out people that's all they do they don't create shit they don't do anything they're just looking for um someone to out about something that's their that's their entire purpose in life because if they were doing something they wouldn't even they wouldn't even give a shit they wouldn't have time to do it they wouldn't have time to do that so you know but it's, it's just it's just weird to me that there are people like that, like people who who find these um, model pics that are photoshopped. Like, who the fuck don't who who doesn't know? If you if you are silly enough to not know that models don't look like perfect like they do on the cover, that's that's your fault, you know. But but it's it's like people who who don't do or can't do. They're number one. Their their biggest goal in life is to out people, and then the people that follow that type of stuff, they're not doing shit either. They're not they're not doing anything either because they're like, see, yeah, that's that's why he's that big. That's why he's 
you know, he got that clan because he edited all his photos. It's, it's like the same thing like with bodybuilders and steroids. Well, yeah, they're like that because they take steroids. You really? That's that's the only reason. So if you just took steroids, um, Cubicle Joe, if you just if you just took steroids, you would just look like Ronnie Coleman. That's that's all Ronnie Coleman does is just take steroids. Same thing with Lance. So Lance Armstrong, he just took EPOs, and that's how he won those Tour de France. That's, that's the only thing he did. No training, nothing. Just take EPO, and anybody can do it, right? All right, anyway, man, I, I feel myself going down a, <laughs> a dark path. All right, thanks for listening to, to Straight Talk Uncut. Like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I try to talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode.